Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Do you guys want to head into take flight? Because we got some news yesterday, and it has, uh, well, we can debate the implications, but Let's go into it because there's not a whole lot more we can say about the Nuggets until they actually play them uh, yeah. as much as we're looking forward to it. Our first serving in take flight is the trade of Pascal Siakam, uh, Spicy P. He's the spicy. Pacers Spicy P now. I don't know how spicy you get in Indiana, but he's going to bring <laughs> the spice to the Midwest uh, in this trade. Toronto gets Bruce Brown, uh, Jordan, Nora, and am I saying that? Nora? Nawara, Nawara, yeah. Nawara, and uh, three first round picks. Three. You also had New, or- New Orleans getting in the mix there. Uh, technically a three team trade, but the focus really is on Siakam now with the Pacers and the Pacers. I don't know why they have to be on every episode of our podcast, as yeah. I've said before. Like the Pacers uh, have been given the Bucks fits. Uh, they obviously knocked you out of the in season tournament. Do you guys see this as the recipe for a possible spoiler for the Celtics or any of these other serious contenders in the East? Because I'm not putting the Pacers down as a serious contender, but I think we're all still a little shell-shocked after what we saw Miami do last year. And you see a team uh, now where Halliburton is being joined by Siakam, who has serious playoff credentials. And do you see that as a spoiler candidate as we look forward to the playoffs? Uh, I, I guess you know before we get into that, uh, was, was this Shams or Woj who broke it? The the I think it was Woj, right? I think it, it was, was a Woj, Woj bomb. Yeah. yeah so on, on on a Woj bomb scale, like one being a firecracker, ten being Oppenheimer. What? How much of of a Woj bomb was this? I didn't see Oppenheimer. Uh, I, I was like, <laughs> I only I only have room for one incredibly long movie from you know, a well-known director. And so I went with uh, Killers of the Flower Moon because I like that book. Fair enough. So, you know, I feel like if we're going like one to 10, it's a four. I don't mm. know. Like I more, I'm just annoyed that the Pacers are such a big part of my life right now. Like It really has gone yeah. beyond a bit where I think, right. um, like, I think that they can be disruptive early in the playoffs, but it's, to me, it still feels like a problem for other teams. Like, I, I still think that this team, in any circumstances, should be able to handle the Pacers unless there's some, you know, horrible, I don't know, like the the floor caves in at the Auerbach Center and three of your starters are out for the entire playoffs, you know? Yeah. Like, it would have to be something crazy, I think, to have real implications for you. 
and the I, floor I am, in is a real possibility. There's a leak at the Arbac Center right now in the roof. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, so floor, it's not a leak. It's not like so a leak not a, that goes a, to Seth Wickersham. No, not one of those leaks. But there's an actual leak. Wait, what do you mean? Like, it's a plumbing leak? There's like a it's there's like a water coming out of the ceiling. There was last time I was there. Yeah, right on the court, like right on mid court. They had like a bunch Gross. of towels spread out. Yeah, so there goes Derek White's max contract because Wick's gonna have to fix the ceiling instead. Wick's gotta like <laughs> clean out the gutters or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Um, I will say, looking at because I think the Pacers are seventh in the East right now as a recording of this. I do see them just given the talent that they have. Uh, as a team that can maybe hop up past the Knicks. Uh, I, th- I think they're yeah, just about one game behind them right now to take that fifth spot. And I, I think in general, they're a team who, even I, I was even thinking of this during the in-season tournament, is you don't want to have them in the first round because you'll, you'll probably be comfortable. They're feeling confident about themselves. They have obvious talents with Tyrese Halliburton. Miles Turner is great. I think now that front court with Miles Turner and Pascal Siakam is going to be real, really fun to watch, not to mention any pick and rolls you do with Halliburton and Siakam. So I, I think they are going to be a potential spoiler uh, for a first-round team, even or even maybe more dangerous if they stay at the spot they're at now relatively and they they, they play a higher seed. Uh, could get Could be a team that upsets somebody. Justin, you got anything to add on that besides yeah. uh, your reports on your reports on the structural integrity of the Auerbach Center? That's the important stuff. But uh, yeah, I think I agree with Esmond. I think these guys can really jump up to the four seed. I can see them passing Cleveland with all the injuries they've been dealing with this year, and that team's pretty good. So I can see them definitely playing spoiler. But in terms of the Celtics, like the roster you have, you should be able to handle these guys. I know the problem is they're going to play fast, but the problem is they don't also don't play a lot of defense. So. As long as you play defense like the Celtics have and you continue to shoot, they're, they're going to have no answer because they're just not a good defensive team. Yeah. Uh, it, we we didn't talk about this when it happens, but now given everything that's happened with Toronto, how do you grade the OG and Anubi trade knowing this, that now uh, that that uh, Siakam has, has left Toronto? So I think it's a a little bit of a delayed reaction to some of the stuff that they have been going through over the past couple of seasons and being in purgatory. I think it's probably the right move, the direction that they're going in for the franchise overall. I still like that for the Knicks. Um, As you alluded to before, the Knicks are like perfectly in the area where they're, they're just like quietly like middle class of the Eastern conference where I think that they're a team that I'm a little bit more suspicious of that. I have more of an eye on than the Pacers. And maybe that's just because I'm sick of talking about the Pacers every week. Yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 it is, both of these are fascinating. I, I am just more fascinated, but I, I think, it, what did we say? Three first round picks uh, yeah. for Siakam. That's, I mean, I know he's good, but no, it's that, a haul. That's that's a that's a lot. That's not an insignificant amount. Uh, so I'm I'm really interested. And giving up Bruce Brown too, who last year in the finals played a critical role for Denver. He's a really good uh, player, Boston area guy, Dorchester so, guy, Dorchester. So uh, 
Yeah, I I am I understand why Indiana made that trade, but that's a lot to give up. Absolutely. All right, let's move on. Our second serving and take flight. Uh we are officially at the halfway point of the regular season. So just I guess doing our own little wellness check on the Celtics team. They have a record of 32 and 9, uh top of the Eastern Conference. I think still the best team in the NBA, uh the championship favorite. And I don't have I, I I honestly I'm sorry to say like I just don't have a lot of complaints with where the team is right now. I'm sorry to say that because it's not a very uh hot take to throw out there. I I, I just am keeping an eye on like everybody else, the health of Kristaps Porzingis. I think that's gonna be the biggest determinator of uh of where your team goes in the postseason. What I really like about this team that I think is different than last year's team is First of all, I have to say, like, Joe Missoula overall just seems like a different guy. Uh, I, I think that he's grown a lot in this role, even, you know, beyond the timeouts and the press conferences and a lot of the things that we tend to focus on uh, as media people. I think his his emphasis on defense with this team and his ability to have the message resonate with every level of the players, whether it's guys who are uh, ninth and 10th on the bench or Jason and Jalen, I think it is very real. And part of that may just be the, su the success that they're having early in the season, halfway through the season. And we'll see how much that keeps up because it certainly fell off a little bit after the all-star break last year. But I, I just see them as a, an incredibly healthy team. I don't even mean in terms of how much time they're spending in the training room, but healthy in their chemistry, healthy in their habits. Um, and aside from even giving up a lousy third quarter to the Spurs last night, it's like that, that that's really the only nit, nitpick that I can find with this team. Yeah, I think what, what you just said, Meg, is probably the the most – important thing is their chemistry their vibes on this team are just off the charts uh that picture that i think they took when they were leaving toronto and the and the plane together it's that's like a small thing but that's not it something like that a, it, was, it was like a college team yeah and i mean that in a good way yeah like they genuinely seem to all really like each other which as we know with this iteration of the celtics hasn't always been the case uh for better for for worse so yeah I, I don't know how many other teams can say that they're they're at that level of comfort uh with with each other i don't know justin what 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 are you what have you seen just in terms of where they are right now yeah, in terms of where they are right now, back to Megan's point about the defense, I think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown deserve a lot of credit for that as well. I know it's really been spearheaded by Missoula, but Jalen Brown came out right after Game 7 last year and said, we got away from our defense. We need to hang our hats on the defensive end. And they've done it. They have the number two defensive rating in the league, and they've done a great job. They've held their opponents under 100 points in back-to-back -back games. Granted, it was against the Raptors and Spurs. That's still impressive in today's NBA. And in terms of just the chemistry, I actually talked to Delano Banton about it last week, and I know he's kind of another bench guy, but he's it really it's it spreads throughout the whole organization from top to bottom they really care about each other they're rooting for each other and it makes me think it's like there's really no complaints right now like why would you even risk bringing in someone at the deadline and kind of risk 
you know, messing with this chemistry. Like we, you learned, alluded to that picture. I don't know if you guys saw the interview in NBC Sports Boston last night. Luke Cornett's getting interviewed. They all come over and they're all smiling with them. Luke Cornett I, says, I, I think, think this could be a rap group. I think we could be a group of rap singers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Like they're having fun. They care about each other. When they're on the court, they put away the, the personal accolades. They care about winning and they care about each other. And that's just so hard to find in today's NBA. So I think like in terms of you know what you can complain about with this team right now, really only the third quarters. Other than that, there's it's hard to envision a first half of the season that they could have that could have gone any better for them. You, you bring up Luke Cornett. I think that's a good jumping off point for our next serving and take flight, which is the stay ready group. That'd be the bench boys last year. They were the bus two boys. Bus one boys. They, oh, sorry. Bus one boys. Whatever. You know what? Last year's last year turf. You know, nobody cares. It is last actually. year. It's in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the fact check. Um, so in terms of the bench guys. You know, we obviously saw a healthy dose of them last night, and we've seen times where Missoula uh, throws one of those guys pretty early into his rotations in the first half of games, sometimes in the first quarter of games. Um, and so who, you know, I know Jordan Walsh is quickly becoming a, a fan favorite when he gets his minutes out there, but who are you guys looking at as maybe the X factor, um, you know, secret whatever coming from the bench i don't even know if you can call him a stay ready guy just for how much he's played but we've talked about him before namiyash Keda is his a guy who i don't think anybody was like oh that's gonna be a stay ready to come off that two-way contract yeah um and has he even played in maine at all uh during during he's his played time? two games in maine just okay, two so out of their eight, so yeah, not a ton. Yeah, so it's not even it's, it's a really a one way contract. That, that's that's not really a, a two way. So I obviously what he's done for for this team has been pretty phenomenal given his his track record before. And then Delano Banton, O'Shea Brissett, they're they don't get a lot of playing time because of of their of the rest of the team. But two really talented young guys who I think will go on to have really. Success successful careers maybe not in boston just given the trajectory of, of this franchise but they're gonna i think they're, they may play themselves into a bigger contract somewhere else i think what's tough with this group is you know we get we get excited about these guys during this point in the season and i i had a similar feeling with cornet last year where everybody was you know joking about the cornet contest and these, these fun personalities that we get attached to in the regular season. And then you get into the playoffs and it's like, oh yeah, this is a, a seven man rotation, you know, and who's going to be a real difference maker. Who's going to be the seventh guy on that. Um, and I think it's tough because you have Al Horford basically playing the sixth man role. And once you're no longer in those back to backs, when you get into the playoffs, um, there's not going to be a lot of other room to go deep into your rotation. And so to me, like, no surprise, I think, if you have followed me for a couple years. I I do think that this is the playoff run where Peyton Pritchard should really make a difference. It, it's crazy to think back two years ago when uh, Peyton was getting minutes in the finals. And he was felt really young at the time then. And I know age-wise, he's about the same as Tatum, but young for the league, having been at Oregon as long as he was. Um, 
he looks so much more mature as a player out there now. And he can give you the injection of a different pace when he's out there. And it's not just, hey, he's a, sorry, like more of a a one-trick pony as somebody like a Sam Hauser is. You know, he's got a shot, but I think that his court vision has improved a lot. And so if he's somebody who is even, you know, seventh or eighth guy on the team, I think that that's, that's the kind of guy that I'd keep my eye on. And you mentioned that court vision, just a quick stat for you. He's third in assist to turnover ratio behind just Tyrese Halliburton and Tyus Jones, who are two starters. He's also first in the Eastern Conference on pl- of plus minus off the bench. So he's just been super impactful this year. Speaking of, of guys who, who playing their way into different into bigger contracts, uh, looking towards the future, do you think someone like Pritchard can stay with the Celtics long term, or is is he gonna is is he gonna be too expensive based on on his play uh, this this year? I think it would be tough. Uh, it you know it depends. It's just so crowded. <laughs> it's always so crowded with the point guards on this team. You know they 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 do well with judging their point guards. And if you're going to keep Drew around for a little bit, which who knows with that contract situation, um, they they definitely negotiated themselves into a position with Peyton Pritchard where that's a contract that I could see them easily moving with him especially if he shows performance in the playoffs and that that's when they're keeping the soon to be extremely expensive Jays together and trying to keep a uh, Porzingis or Drew Holiday uh in some way going forward like unfortunately to me I think Peyton is maybe one of the first contracts that would be something to move. Yeah, and obviously that's 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 that down the road. Justin in terms of of these you know, the, the, the quote unquote stay ready group, who, who has sort of impressed you, you the most. I'm with you with Kata. I don't think anyone had the expectations that, that he's kind of met this year coming in. He's only 24, got cut by the Sacramento Kings in favor of JaVel McGee and has come in and has just been awesome on the offensive glass as well. Another one I look at is O'Shea Brissett. Uh, I know he's a little bit more of a rotation fixture, and I think he has a chance to really cement himself in there. Brad Stevens said he was looking for a big wing, and I think O'Shea Brissett fits that criteria. He's a great offensive rebounder. Can't really, you know, he was a good shooter before he came to Boston. Can't really shoot the ball right now, but he plays with so much energy and those kind of plays just provide a spark when the team needs him most. And I can see either one of them really making a game changing play late in the season when it really matters. Oh, uh, O'Shea with his energy and Kato particularly on the offensive glass. Like last night, he had four offensive rebounds. And the only thing with him is his following. The guy just cannot stop following. It's just, it's, it's such a problem for him. Yeah. Have y'all seen uh, O'Shea Brissett's his YouTube uh series no what is this (laughs) he he just uh, he just sort of records himself like on the road walking around boston it's it's actually pretty good i'm i'm always a sucker for those sort of things but his is actually pretty decent yeah okay we're gonna yeah Are, are you like a casual youtube watcher like I, I know this is like a this is more of a terps generation and below type thing where you're like this is my these are my YouTube celebrities and and I'm gonna sit here and watch this this YouTube bit here. Yeah, no, I I, I do watch YouTube a lot. I don't have like uh necessarily influencers I like. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Or anything like that but his is good oh resets he, he has do you have do you have channels that you watch not necessarily i'll watch like <laughs> conan uh, his just like, on youtube yeah like his from his, his podcast, podcast? yeah yeah it's, okay. it's fun stuff okay. it's fun stuff but like brissette's cinematography is uh i don't know if it's him or if he has a guy it's he's got a doc crew yeah, he, he's it's it's really good. and you get and you see like stuff on the team plane that uh I don't think anybody else is is offering. So no, it's it's good stuff. Um interesting. It, I am interested to just uh, on this topic. Jordan Walsh last night his first game in Boston proper. Is he sort of taking the spot Taco Fall had had as the sort of folk hero for Celtics fans? Nobody can take taco spot. Like, (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Nobody. Like, there's just not. I don't think you can have the hype of of as tall as that man was and his name being Taco. (laughs) It's just it's you can't replace it. You can't replicate it. There's no there's never going to be another taco for us. Incredible. I know Celtics fans in general are very knowledgeable about their team. I guess I was sort of surprised watching the game to see the reaction in TD Garden when he puts up the shot and everybody was on their was on their feet ready to see this thing go in. I mean, what 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 makes him so special do y'all think? Justin, I'll toss this to you. Yeah, just the fact that he was their only draft pick this year. And I think people actually believe that he has the oper- like the chance to become a fixture in the rotation. He's only 19 years old. He's got a six foot, he's six foot seven. He's got a seven, two wingspan, really starting to figure out how to shoot the ball from deep too in Maine. But it wasn't even only when he got the shot up. Every time he touched the ball, 
the place went crazy last night. Every single time he touched the ball to a fact where they're yelling at like Banton and Lamar Stevens to give it to him. It, it was pretty funny, but I think it's just the fact that they're really confident in the fact of that he can develop into a key fixture in this rotation. Like I said, he's only 19 years old. So, yeah. you know, he has all the physical attributes with his frame and his wingspan, and he's a great defender. So there is reason to be excited with him, especially the way he's been playing in Maine. Yeah, I, I do also think at least part of it is his completely shaven face, including the eyebrows. It, it it's 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 a thing. And I, it's I think, a it's I think, a look. Yeah, people like it. People like it. And I think they uh he's it's it's cool to see someone that young get uh get that much love uh from, from the fans here in Boston. I think it should be a challenge in Boston. Like the Jordan Walsh challenge, you know, like if you lose your oh. fantasy league or something, you have to shave your entire face, including your eyebrows. I, I I can guarantee you when we get into playoffs, when they start panning into the crowd, there's going to be some bald guys who have shaved their eyebrows and have like, oh, they, they find a, a Walsh jersey or they make a Walsh jersey. They have the Walsh main Celtics jersey or something. It's, it's going to be a thing. Then you 100. have to like put Vaseline all over your face when you go outside because you're yeah. gonna just be like open to every element. I didn't know. Uh, hold on, we're we're from Texas. I I didn't. I don't think I knew. Well, that. Let me see. Yeah, he is from Texas. Let's see. I can pull it up for well, you. Well, okay. While Justin looks that up, I think that this is the perfect time to go to our final uh, serving on our take flight, which is checking in on Esteban because he's he's just had a rough go this week. Uh, starting with the the overall state of the Spurs. And I know that Popovich talked last night about he's not worried about them not winning 47 games this season, and that's not who they are. And, you know, Wemby's coming along and doing what he's supposed to do. But then at the same time, you get slapped with the report that uh, Mike McCarthy is going back to the Cowboys after uh, <laughs> what I found to be a completely hysterical and entertaining playoff choke job. So yeah. Esteban, which one is worse? And just generally, how are you feeling? How are your Texas uh, brethren doing? Uh, uh, first, I, I I did look it up, Justin. He's from Dallas. Shout out, shout out the whole Dallas County Triple D. Um, to Jordan Walsh. Uh, how am I doing? Thank you for this platform. I have never been as disappointed in, I think, my almost thirty years of life uh, in a singular sports performance as I was on sunday unfortunately cowboys versus packers i understand why mike mccarthy is coming back and then listen i don't i don't like being a sports cynic i as much as i watch these things as i care about these things i think mike mccarthy knows a lot more about football than i do they have the talents so i will forever be optimistic and look they're not the Giants. They're not Carolina. There's reason to be hopeful. They're not, They're not the even, Patriots. Yeah, the, even even the Patriots this this season going in. You know, Gerard Mayo. That's I after being at his press conference yesterday. I think is a great hire. But Agreed. a lot. There's a lot to work. A lot to work on there. And, and it it is. I don't think it's realistic to just be like, oh, it's gonna be a playoff team. It's going to take work. But like a team like Dallas has the the pieces to put it all together they just need to put it all together and even like with the spurs uh i really even when they drafted women yama they got that first overall pick i knew this was going to be a long haul sort of thing this is not going to be oh they're going to be back to the finals 
and quite frankly, too, I have been alive. I don't remember when they won in 99, but I can remember 03, 05, uh, 2014, 2007. So I have been incredibly just blessed as a fan to remember that. I can't I can't say honestly that it's it's something I expect or feel like Spurs fans deserve to 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 have another championship team. It would be great, but I I'm happy. And Wimbenyama is just so fun and again they're they're a, a fun bad team. They seem to have the chemistry down, the basketball part they're they're working on. So it's a rough week. It's a rough <laughs> week. Little but... basketball part, right? Yeah, I can't yeah. You guys, you guys are bringing back Mike McCarthy. <laughs> I yeah that that one again. Look, he, he's he's got twelve wins a season, so it's it's yeah. but but for all the everything that Jerry said before and yeah. after that game, like that is just a wild way to go about business. Yeah, with, with, and I know that that's Jerry. That's his style. Yeah. But like, if I'm Mike McCarthy, I guess I'm on one hand like kissing the ground that I get to mm-hmm. come back and coach the team again. On the other hand, I'm like, <laughs> you really hung me out there to dry, man. Like that is tough. Your boss. Yeah. Two two things I will say. Tom Brady had this interesting quote. I think it was from earlier this week or maybe last week, where he was talking about the coaching continuity how that was an advantage because when they would change coaches, when other teams would change coaches to try to catch up with the Patriots, they'd start from square one and the Patriots would just keep rolling. And because of their success, other teams would change coaches and it just became a self-fulfilling cycle where the Patriots were successful in part because the other teams were trying to catch up coaching wise. So I understand trying to keep the continuity uh, when there was some success there to how, how I am, I don't know if y'all share this. I am personally very happy that not because of him, but that Belichick didn't go to Dallas only because the fiasco that would have been would have been unlike anything I think we've seen in sports before. Because look, I've been around the Boston sports media block for a little while. Nothing compares to the Dallas Cowboys. Not the Dallas, but the Dallas Cowboys sports media carnival. That 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 would have been, uh, I think I would have lost my mind. See, you're talking as a fan. I there a little bit. I I w- would have loved the content. Oh. <laughs> like I'm I'm very sad that we're not getting that. That that's off the table. But who knows? Maybe it'll be Belichick yeah. to Philly. I, I, it's looking like Atlanta. He's got a second interview, which I don't, I don't really know what you have to interview him twice for. <laughs> like yeah. you didn't find out in the first interview. Maybe it's you pitching him. Um, before we go, because we are running a little long here, uh, Justin, can you give us at least one stat that we can chew on uh, as we look towards the Nuggets? Yeah, so I, I got a bunch here. So I'm going to go with this one. So Boston's 17 wins against 500 or better teams this year is tied with the Minnesota Timberwolves for most in the NBA. On the other side, though, they are 15-2 and two against sub-500 teams. So they're doing it again. Their dominance is against both teams. Okay, so they're crushing the really bad teams like Esteban Spurs, but yes. they're they're just that. you said they were just over five hundred. No, they're seventeen wins against oh against five hundred so teams. Seventeen. So they're so the they're, stat is okay. I got that wrong. So the stat is they're beating everyone. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, not not bad. Not bad against anyone. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's easy to look at some of the teams that immediately jump out that you have lost to, like the, the early loss to Minnesota, right. um, the overtime loss to OKC. Those are the ones that jump out when you're looking at the real cream of the crop. Um, so I, I, it's, it's like anything that you're trying to find with this team so far, it feels like it's nitpicking. So I don't want to be annoying about it and, and say the yeah, but um, it does put you in a good position looking at uh, somebody like the Nuggets on Friday and looking way ahead to the playoffs. But it's it's definitely a departure from last year to see them handling the teams who are not as much in their tier of the league and 15 and two. Um, incredibly impressive. No, I, I agree. And, and uh, yeah, we, we've talked about it before, but beat the big teams, but also beat the teams you're supposed to beat. And that seems what, like that's what they're doing this year. Are okay. Well, that is this week of Slam. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we come to you guys once a week on the Odyssey app or wherever you else you get your podcasts. Uh, YouTube, if you're watching all the various channels like Esteban, I think he watches the guys who go in and eventually try to fight boxers. I think he's not telling us. He spends like four hours a day on YouTube just watching weird videos of people hurting themselves. But we'll have to check in on that next time. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining me, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 